Welcome to another episode of Inspiration Talks. Today, I have a very special guest with me. She is an English coach, so she teaches English to medical students and medical professionals. So before any delay, let's welcome her. Her name is Shelly. Hello, Shelly. How are you doing today? Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm really great. Thanks for having me, Laiba. This is really fun. You're welcome, Shelly. And thank you so much for joining, Shelly. So, Shelly, can you... Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, yes, I was born in the USA, uh, in the state of Missouri, and I've been teaching English for about 10 years. I've been traveling for about a little over 15 years, and I've been in Saudi Arabia. This is my fifth year in Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh, that's great. So, as you have seen COVID, so what do you think about COVID-19? What do you think are the pros and cons of COVID-19? I would say uh, there have been a lot of things. I would say for me personally, I've seen the whole world shift in a lot of ways. For one thing, it was um, it's become clear that working online is not something that we should be scared of, that actually it's something good. I see the world headed towards a more digital world, at least professionally. Yeah. And um, for myself, I was really scared to do it in the beginning and now I'm totally comfortable with it. I think also it made us realize how important community and family and friends are. I've really become uh, more grateful for the people in my life that I love, the ones that support me and love me for who I am, my family, my friends, and also that you need to have a community around you. You need to be supported. You need to have people to talk with, to share with. I think that there's been a lot of isolation happening and that's bringing out a lot of issues that we need to be talking about, such as mental health, emotional health, um, things like this. Um, I also think that it's become more acceptable to use the word self-care. I know in the past for myself, when I've said, oh, I need to pay for self-care, people thought of it as a very selfish thing. And now people see it as, oh, it is important. We do need our 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 health is completely dependent on exercise, on the food we eat, on um, the air we breathe, on maintaining a healthy weight, getting enough sleep. Uh, we didn't we didn't really take these things seriously before, but now we realize that this is these are the main things that cause you to be a healthy or unhealthy person. And <clears throat> and I'd say also from the medical and science communities, it seems that they've really set the example for global cooperation. And this is something we need to continue in the future. We need to make it easier, I think, for people to cooperate with each other, regardless of your country, your race, your religion, your politics, the most important things are that we are cooperating and working together as a world community. So I would say those are the main things that I've gotten from this pandemic. Uh-huh, that's great. So as you're teaching English language, as you're English coach, so why did you opt for English field? Like why did you feel like teaching English as second language to students? Why did you like choose this career? 
I didn't actually in the beginning. I uh, I started out working in human resources for the government, <laughs> um, but I love traveling. I started off traveling with just small vacations and then one summer I took a whole month off and I went to Mexico to fulfill a dream. I'd always wanted to learn Spanish, so I went there to study Spanish and from that I Part of my class was um, my teacher wanted me to immerse myself in the language and in the culture. So on Saturdays, we would go to this orphanage and I would teach the children English for a few hours. And that was when I realized, oh my gosh, I really love this. I love teaching. I love being around these people that I did. They're very different from the people I grew up with, learning a whole new culture. Um, sharing similarities in language, sharing difficulties in learning languages. And from there, I just realized this is what I want to do. Oh, okay, that's great. So do you think teaching English is worth? I think every person needs to find their passion, whatever it is. Find what makes you feel excited in the morning. Find something that stimulates you, that make, brings out your best self, and then Pursue that with everything you have, with all your determination and all your focus and all your energy and be the best at that that you can be. That's actually, for me, yes, it's yeah, worthwhile. That's actually right. One should opt for that field, which, you know, makes him or her happy. So, yes. so now let's revive some childhood memories. So when you were a kid, what did you want to be? I wanted to be a lot of things. I wanted to be a superhero. I wanted Ooh. to be a rock star. I wanted to be an actress. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a cowgirl. Okay, a lot of I things. I remember focusing on one thing. I did okay. want to be a teacher briefly, too. I remember we used to have pretend classes in our basement, and I would give everyone homework. But... There wasn't one thing that I wanted to do. Okay, there were many things. So did you have any favorite subject? Ironically, yes. English was my favorite. Oh, that was another thing. I wanted to be a writer. Um, and I still do. And I sort of am. I wouldn't say I don't do it every day, but I have, I do write. And um, English was my favorite subject. I, I love words. I've always loved words. I love, um, I studied Latin in high school and I found that fascinating to see how words were created from other words and to see how the language reflects the culture and reflects the way people communicate. I find that fascinating. And also I remember in eighth grade, I had an English teacher who just really supported me and encouraged me and believed in me. And she was, I think that's another reason I loved the language um, because I had a really good teacher. I also love reading stories. I love people telling me their stories, um, but I also love reading stories. I love reading books. So did you have any favorite book when you were a kid? Oh gosh. You know, I'm 53. <laughs> It's hard to remember what I liked to read when I was a child. And my mom was really great about, she would take us to the library every week and we would get a whole bunch of books to take home and read. So I think I devoured everything I could get my hands on. I do remember going through a phase where I liked mysteries and I went through a phase where I liked reading horse stories, animal stories. Um, 
there are just there's so many great books out there. I hate to choose just one. Okay, that that's actually you know hard to choose choose between a lot of books. I can understand. <laughs> so, uh, as you said, you write. So, what do you write usually? Uh, like, are you working on any book? Uh, actually, yes. I've been sort of dabbling in writing a book. I've been actually I have two books now in my head okay. for about. 10 years I've been working on a book about my travels about the people I've met about the experiences I've had and I keep revising that and adding to it and then another book I've been working on is more about um my experiences as a woman um especially in the last few years where it's become more comfortable to talk about things that has been a revelation for me in recognizing that a lot of experiences that I've gone through I internalized as things that I had done wrong and now I'm realizing that they are issues that need to be dealt with in pretty much every society in the world so I'm interested in uh completing that book as well at some point okay and then you will publish the book we'll see <laughs> oh you should yes, publish the book it will be great that people will see and learn something from You know, experiences of oh, something thank else. Thank you. So all the best. Okay, I would love. I promise I will do that. I would, oh, and sorry, I would love to give it a read as well. All the best. Oh, for that's it. great. Okay, I'll be happy to share that with you. And I will be happy to read the book as well. So, what do you think is self-help? I can't speak for everyone, and there are many different kinds of TEFL programs. So, I don't there want are. to say anything too critical. But I will say, I did the TEFL program online, okay. and I completed it fairly quickly. Um, it did teach me some really basic stuff for how to teach English. It gave me a good place to start. Okay. Um, and then I did teach English for a couple of years. But then a friend of mine said, "You need a CELTA. CELTAs are better. They will better prepare you as a teacher. They'll give you more ideas. Blah blah blah." So I went and did the Salta program at a uh, international house in Playa del Carmen in Mexico and it's a 120 hour intense class. It's one of the most intense things I've ever done and you start teaching basically from day 3. And I loved it. I love stuff that just throws you when you know, I love the challenge of being thrown into something and it's completely overwhelming and then you come out of that and you have such a, a greater awareness of what it takes to be a good teacher. I from that I learned a lot of mistakes I was making as a teacher. I learned better ways to teach. I just I thought the Celta was I think the quality is in the Celta program. As there are you know like requirements nowadays that you are supposed to have Celta, TESOL and TEFL etc. So what would you recommend a person should have first? I always tell people to get the Celta. The Celta yeah. is 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 better training in my opinion. Okay. So this 120 hours Celta training is for 6 months right or 3 months or for one whole year? I think you can spread it out but I did the one month intensive so I was living there at the school. Uh we went to class every day. and we had homework and stuff it was 30 days full on and okay, okay. i liked it so would you like to tell a little about salta like what did you learn what were what was being taught and you know like what was it about mainly 
did it focus on grammar more? The program is not focused on teaching you English to teach mm -hmm. to people. Okay. It's focused on teaching you skills okay. and styles and how to listen and how to communicate. Uh, for example, one thing I remember now, or one thing I remember is that um, before the CELTA, I would ask a student, do you know the answer? And if they did it, or I wouldn't ask a student. I would hear a student say something and I would correct them immediately in that moment. Uh -huh. Through the CELTA, I learned instead of telling someone what they did wrong, I would instead try to get the response from them after they'd finished with their presentation or whatever, but not, not putting someone, um, in English we say, don't put them on the spot. Um, let them complete what it is that they're doing and then have a moment for error corrections where you go back and you look through things so that for one thing, you're not making them feel embarrassed or ashamed or scared. And also, instead of just saying, hey, you did this wrong, give them a chance to work it out for themselves because people are intelligent. Even sometimes when I'm speaking, I'll remember, oh, like I'll say, oh, there's some cars. And I think English speakers do this a lot. There's some cars. Yeah, cars is plural. It should be there are some cars, but I've noticed uh, many of us will just do the there's thing, and so that's, if you and even as you say it, you'll realize, oops, that's not right. But no. it's not that big a deal. That's and so if you give people a chance to catch their mistakes, they can often catch their mistakes and do it in a comfortable way so that no one's embarrassed. That's true. Totally, because learning a language is hard. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. It is actually hard, especially for the first time when you learn some new language and when you don't have any idea about the language. So it yes. is actually hard. And same goes for the English. Who learns English for the first time? It you know, like the people usually face difficulties. So yeah. So did you Definitely. face? Yes. So did you face any difficulties in teaching English language to the people for the beginners? Have you taught to those who are beginners? ever have you ever taught to anyone who is a beginner in english level yes yes oh yes i've been teaching for a long time in different countries and in different schools and in different age groups i've taught i've taught from like age five to age 50 and i've taught reading i've taught writing i've taught speaking grammar vocabulary i even taught um in Korea, we taught this course called free speech or free talking. And it would be, I would just come in with a conversational subject and then I would let the students talk about it however they wanted. It was just to practice speaking and getting them to get used to speaking. Um, I actually, I really liked the freestyle kind of conversation. People are more comfortable in that sort of situation. Um, so yeah, I've taught, I've taught all levels and as a teacher, it, there's there are always going to be challenges. Even um, you can plan a lesson down to the minute of what you want to do, and then something's going to happen in the classroom and it's all going to go crazy. So that's kind of one of the joys of teaching is that you never know what's going to happen and it makes you think on your feet and you have to respond to situations and be creative. And I really enjoy that.
Okay, that's great to know. So, so now let's move towards let's imagine and inspire. So if you get it, if you win a lottery ticket, for example, infinite amount of money, what will you do with the money which you will get? I would use it to create, uh, to, to jumpstart the sustainability programs around the world. I would use it to set up um, schools in places where people don't have them at this time. Uh-huh. I think the lack of education in the world and also to plant gardens at every single one of those schools because poverty and education seem to be hand in hand and it's a real shame that it's 2021 almost 2022 and we're still not addressing global warming we're not addressing world poverty and we're not addressing the fact that people need to be educated that's because there are like 190 countries in the world and I don't think I'm going to have enough time to live in all of them and I'd really like to do that. So if you give me another year of life, then I can add another country to that long list I have of places I want to go. Okay, so till now, how many countries have you been? Oh gosh, um... I'm not sure, I think 25 to 30, but I'd have to count again, I don't know. Okay, 25 to 30 approximately. So how long did you stay in each country? It depended again, in some places I was working, so I stayed longer Um, or I was doing um, in India, I did some volunteer work. And so I ended up staying there and I loved India. There's it's, it was amazing. So I stayed there for a really long time. I was studying yoga and meditation and Ayurveda and Reiki. And I just, I loved it. Um, So it depends. Um, I would say the shortest amount of time was like a week long vacation somewhere. We went to Switzerland once for a week. I went with my family, actually. Uh, We went to Switzerland for a week. So that was the shortest time. And Saudi has actually been the longest I've ever been in a place. I've been here almost five years. That's the longest I've ever stayed anywhere. Okay, that's great. So what was your favorite country? 
like if you get the option to choose you know like you have been to 25 to 30 countries so which country you had the best experience like you loved that country all of them <laughs> you loved all, all of them. them okay um every place has been incredible the people the food sometimes is um yeah the food um the cultures the languages i i love all of it this is this is something i just really really enjoy doing i love um i love learning languages i love living in different places i love the challenges even when you have bad experiences it turns into a good story and it makes you stronger so everywhere i've been has been incredible okay that's great to hear so do anyone inspires you in life i am inspired by people who choose to be kind and wise and give back to the world in some way i'm inspired by anyone who tries to do the right thing because uh-huh. that's a very difficult thing to do and to try that's to be themselves true. because that's also very difficult so yeah. i'm inspired by strong kind generous caring people like definitely it's the best thing which you have said so what do you do when you usually get angry i i sh- i i have a temper <laughs> you have a temper so what do you do do you shout scream i'm a taurus so i tend to breathe let things go breathe let things go and then i explode it's not healthy i've worked on it over the years but if something really upsets if i get very emotional about something then i can i've been told i can have a very sharp tongue i don't hold back i've been told i don't hold back i okay. say what i think even if it can be a little bit too strong how do you relieve your stress number 1 exercise go to the gym sweat it out and also hang out with my friends um we talk about stuff we share things that helps a lot to know that you're not going through something alone or it's not unique to you or everyone's got issues um, also i have adopted a cat here and she brings me a huge amount of joy and laughter so i can just watch her for 5 minutes and feel better so yeah i would say exercise talk to your friends and family play with your pets laugh try to laugh yeah laughing is the best remedy for anything the more you laugh the more you are happy okay so where do you see yourself in next 5 years i see myself surrounded by i i would actually like to create a permaculture farm and school I would like to I've started an English coaching business and I would like to expand that business and and try to help as many people as I can to learn English so that they can improve their lives, advance their their careers, support their families. And at the same time I want to start a permaculture farm and school to educate people about how to live sustainably on earth, how to eat healthy, how to love and appreciate plants and animals because they are um there's this pervading theory i think in modern society that humans are more special than all the other species and that's a lie 
Yeah, uh, we are not more special and we should be taking care of the planet and taking care of the other forms of life on it or we're going to exterminate ourselves. And plus, it just feels really nice to be kind to everything. We don't need to have all this violence and abuse and torture of animals, plants and ourselves. It's not necessary. That's so right. five years. Yes, I'd like to be a teacher, but I'd like to expand what I'm doing teach English, teach permaculture, um, try to put in my efforts into leaving a better reality behind than when I got here. All the best, all the best for um, being for the business which you would like to expand. And yeah, as you said, we should be kind to animals and uh, plants. It's actually very true. There are many people who do, are not kind with animals at all. And we should actually remove the word uh, cruel from our lives, especially regarding animals and plants. Okay. so. What advice would you like to give to those who would like to opt English as their career? If you want to be a teacher, get yourself educated however you can. Um, and actually, I started out as a volunteer and I found that to be very rewarding. Whatever you want to do in life, I would say volunteer in a project and see if it really does make you happy. And if it does, then pursue it with everything you've got. And if you want to teach English abroad as a second language, just get yourself a four-year college degree, get yourself a CELTA, and then hop on that plane and start achieving your dreams. Okay, that's right. So it was great talking with you, Shelly. I really enjoyed talking with you. And here is a small gesture from me to you. <laughs> I have a mug of coffee to, or of a tea. I'm drinking tea. Okay, thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you, Laiva. I love it. That's so great. I appreciate that. Uh, you mean uh, how it's affected us? Yeah, how it affected us. Some sort of, you know, whenever we read some book, it takes you some to another world, right? Like to imagination. Yes, exactly. No, I did the towel first, and then I did the seltzer. Good, <laughs> um, Someone's going to give me an infinite amount of money. Yeah.